Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. Let's uh, let's talk about it. Uh, welcome to that's questionable the podcast. We've got questions. David's here. I'm here. Nathan's here. Está aquí. Estoy aquí. Uh, That's Spanish for I'm here. Okay, I didn't know if you were speaking Ukrainian or something for Mm. a memory of what's going on in the world, Uh, current events. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't I don't speak Ukrainian or Russian. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sprechen, uh, Sie Deutsch? good to see you guys. No. Oh. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, too. good to see you too. It's been a couple of weeks because of uh, stuff. Yep. You life know, happens. Life happens. Happens, happens here a lot. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, any, any, you guys doing well? Family's well? Everything, everybody's good. Every time I walk into this place, I'm like, I need another guitar. Every time. There's nothing wrong with that feeling. Yeah. Like it's just There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Love this love this room. No, I'm doing we're doing well. Good. Yeah. It's been a uh I actually cleaned it up a little bit too. Kind of cleaned that up and I actually vacuumed in here and cleaned things up and yeah. you know, it's almost like I've got a little extra time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean things are things are good. I'm 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 ready for spring. Me too. We we had a taste of it today. Oh my gosh, yeah. Today was sixty eight Chamber of Commerce Day. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm a loser. I mowed my grass today. What? In the backyard. No. Yeah. I always do it the second week of March. You started it. I did. I did. Now your grass is really gonna grow because uh, I, I mowed. I only did the backyard. Uh I'm actually might do the front yard on Thursday, but um you know, I just, to be honest with you, I actually wasn't mowing the grass. I was trying to chop up all of the sticks and pine cones that fell in my backyard over the winter. So yeah. that was what I was doing. But, but yeah. uh, it was nice. My point is it was nice to be out. It was awesome. Yeah. Felt like spring was peeking around the corner here. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Me too. And you're okay. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty good. Things are had uh, uh, my oldest son Elliot's birthday yesterday. Yeah, I saw got, that. Got you guys hang. have a great time. We did. And he's like twenty seven. Twenty seven years old. My goodness, how did that happen? I know it's it's amazing. It I remember is. when I was twenty seven? Yeah. Gosh. Well, heck, this Hold month on. this month I'll be married twenty nine years. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Years. My goodness. All to the that's same a, woman. That's the same. Uh, we've been married twenty nine years too. Yeah. Although May second. Yeah. It'll be 30. Man. Yes, we're... Congrats. We're about uh, 10 months behind you guys. So That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah Congratulations yeah. to you. Uh, so you just had your anniversary? Uh, the 22nd. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. We man. eloped on the 22nd and got married. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Very cool. Um, Eloping is the best, by the way. But just saying... Yeah, I mean, we I, I would be with you on almost uh, any other thing, but ours was ours was pretty cool. We did yeah. it all ourselves, uh, and just had friends chip in, 
Oh, that and, sounds great. And help out, and it was pretty pretty special. Uh, had a friend help make make uh, Tracy's dress. I I spent hour after hour beating it with mm-hmm. her, and uh, you know, friends donate the cake, friends donate the catering. Uh, you know, picked a couple of venues, had a killer blues band play. That sounds awesome. It was it was really good, and didn't have any stress from you know anybody else trying to control it. So so we got married at the little place. Uh, I think I've shown it to you, a little little chapel place in town that people get married at. And um, our the guy who got married, it was, we got married at like ten thirty in the morning. It was it, it was a discount rate. Woo! Uh, a discount yeah. rate. That's awesome. <laughs> but but the guy, the preacher was drunk. So he was drunk. He he, he was he, he was he ready. If he wasn't three sheets, he was two sheets. Ah. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was getting ready for the afternoon. Yeah, so it's just the funny things. Wow. Just just four of us in the whole building. Wow, that's yep. great. My my parents was much the same way. Yeah, courthouse in Los Angeles with uh, one distant aunt. You got to have a witness. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then I remember Nathan's wedding that's very right. very well. That's right. Yeah, I was there. Um, I was too. <laughs> nice. I thought I saw you. Uh, yeah, we were the first um, official. I don't know. I heard that we weren't the first wedding, but it was the first big wedding. Right. I had done a wedding like the Tuesday before yours, yeah. just in the chapel with some people who had just come in. Yeah. It literally was three of us. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so trying, I, I'm not trying to take anything away yeah, from Yeah, trying it. to belittle the <laughs> right, whole thing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it was not the first way. And, and suddenly yeah. now, you know what? It's not such a big deal anymore either. Yeah, either, no, is yeah, 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 absolutely. So yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a great day for Hannah and I. So it was, um, I remember, um, what is, um, I can't remember what her name is. I was going to try to not say names on this, but uh, it's hard to wow. say. Well, there was somebody that came up and gave Hannah and I some food. We just got, you know, like all the stuff was happening. We just sat down and we only had desserts after the wedding because it was an evening wedding and there was dessert afterwards. Oh, yeah. And somebody came up to me and gave me this food and I go, and they were like, hey, here, this is for you. And I just remember looking at her going, I was like, who are you? <laughs> You're working at my wedding, and I don't even know who the heck you are. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I thought that was funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure it was a fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Of, uh, you, of uh, Coach Wayne. Yeah, weren't yeah. you? That's <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you used to that by now? Yeah, I was uh, just like, oh, my gosh, when yeah, will it stop? Guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> when will it stop? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now we've had a conversation that nobody outside of the three of us probably cares about. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what we do. No, that's what we yeah, do. Right. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's weddings. It's, well, at least it wasn't about the Titans. Happy. Speaking of what? The oh, how did we <laughs> have to get there? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Really? Was there actually something? No, I just felt like I need to work it no. out. No. <laughs> <laughs> getting to, getting to jump on things. Wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a question, Jim? Uh, I do. The, awesome. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's nice. a question for today. Is God needy? Hmm. 
Like that's an interesting question. When you say needy, what do you mean? Give an example. Uh, I mean, it seems to me this is a big one for me because this this question really was the one that really put me on the path to where I am at this moment. Uh, many, many, many years ago, but it it it's uh, it, it could also probably be asked: Is God insecure? Because that's the thing that stood out to me as I, as I read, as I listened to what was being taught and, and all of that, it just felt like, um, it, it seemed to me that if, if this relationship that, that was talked about so intensely, you know, not a religion, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. If that were true, the result to me seemed that you should be able to get to a point where you're so secure, nothing could shake you. That you didn't need uh, all of the stuff. Yet everything that I saw, everything that I read, just pointed to insecurity. On God's part. On God's part, on on Christianity's part, on Christians' part. I mean, all of it. I mean, it 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 very much looked like the pervasive element was insecurity. And so, I mean, specifically, we're talking about the God of the Bible. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, the the God that I was taught through evangelical Christianity. Yeah. Was the neediest God. What's the scripture that says that if we don't praise God, the rocks will cry out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a rock say anything. Well, it would have. Oh, okay. So people were... But David was doing his part. Yeah, I was doing my part. That's when... uh, that's when worship music started. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, not this spoke, David. Oh, no. oh, okay. That, okay. King David. My bad. My King yeah. David. Not, not, not apologetics, David. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. King David okay. of the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that right. I think actually existed, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, that, that's a very yeah. interesting, that's a very interesting uh, question because, um, that's actually something that I've struggled with some because it seems like that uh, for all the control that God wants over the creation, the thing he wants more than that is praise and adoration. Mm -hmm. And I've never really understood that. And maybe it's just a human mind, but from a human perspective, if I look at another human and they want praise and adoration all the time, I think, that person has some problems, you know, that that's, that's somebody that maybe is a narcissist. So that's somebody that, uh, that, that just has some severe issues. And, uh, and so it's hard for me to think of a God that wants that, that doesn't, it just seems to me like it's a human projection of what God should be. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. absolutely. I never understood that too. I'm glad you said that. I never understood 
why God was a jealous God. Um, all those years, I never it, that never made sense to me because you know jealousy <clears throat> was always the opposite of love. Um, you know, or you know, the love of you know, love is patient, love is kind, love is you know, long suffering, love is gentle and everything that was always expected of the idea of love coming from a God that would um, exemplify this. And to say that God was jealous um, and then he would do something to punish that Mm -hmm. was like, okay, um, you know, for years you always try to rectify that in your own mind. You always try to justify that and go, okay, let me, what does that mean? How, how, why would God be, you know, God be jealous? Um, What's the first commandment? Um, there shall be no other gods before me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and again, is that first commandment born from the idea of jealousy? Um, well, it, I think it certainly has, is born from the idea that all the praise needs to go to him. Yeah. And again, I really do think this is uh, this is man creating God and 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 its own image. Yeah, yeah. Because in reality, your your point is well taken. That if a God who is all knowing and all powerful and would go um, would understand. Okay, so from the from the evangelical God standpoint, you know that 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 God would say, well, there's no other gods. There's actually no other gods. These are all other man-made gods. I'm the only one true God. Mm-hmm. You would think. You would think. That's what they're saying. That's, mm-hmm. that's what God would be saying, you know. And um, so God would kind of understand from the human standpoint that maybe um, humans had the ability to make things up. So... Um, but to now be jealous of this, of nothing, know, of nothing, essentially, to be jealous of something that never actually even existed, just made no sense to me. And I tried to figure that out for years and years and years until I realized, oh, <laughs> this is just man writing an idea of God. Yeah. So that's what actually finally made sense in all of that. Yeah. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I agree. It's it it it, uh, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. It's it's just seems counterintuitive to right. to what you would know. I mean, it, it really was really was one of those uh, points. One, you know, the question that just stood out to me. It's the one that 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 really really led me to to rethink everything. It's like, gosh, you know what? He's not, why does he need, why, why does he need anything? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if this is God, as I understand God, he should have no needs. He should be completely secure in who he is. Mm-hmm. There should be nobody to be jealous of. I shouldn't require anything from other people. You know, from from my creation, I shouldn't require anything of them. I, I am fulfilled. I am uh, everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether uh, it's belief or giving or anything. Yeah. As of you know, or, or according to scripture, I am. 
You know, it's, it's like, is that true? Because you seem to, you seem to need a lot. You seem to require a lot. You know, you have stipulations, you have things that, that are, are, uh, are considered necessary to give you, uh, in order to appease you. That's right. And acknowledge your, uh, existence or your value or, you know, anything along those lines, it's, it, it just really is kind of baffling to me. Yeah. Even down to the death of Christ, you know, the yeah. death of Christ was to appease God's anger, you know, was to give something to God that he required. Yeah. That, yeah. To, to pay the price for a rule that I made up myself mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, it, it's, that's not going to make sense because the concept doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, me that's making right. sense of it. And there is more to that subject than what we're expounding on right now. Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. And we can get into that. That, that could be another question another time, but, but yeah, you know, just that whole concept that, uh, you know, that I think we've, we've shared it before that the, uh, the meme of Jesus knocking at the door and says, Hey, let me in. And the guy goes, why should I let you in? And Jesus says, Oh, because, uh, you know, um, if you don't let me in, (laughs) you're going to burn in hell. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I really, this is one of the things that I really struggle with, especially towards the end that, um, you literally can't, I can't think of another person. Uh, well, I, let me think about this. So when I think in terms of, uh, why God created us and the, and, and Orthodox Christianity, it was along the lines of, well, uh, we were created to praise and worship him and, and, uh, and to the to the point that you know, Revelation talks about these these you know beings continually worshiping God through what they say, through you know, holy, holy, holy is the God Almighty for eternity. And I'm like, gosh, um, why does God need that for eternity to have uh, <coughs> to have uh, Created beings mm-hmm. continually worship him. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that either. I tried, I wrestled with that for many, many, many years. You know, and evangelicalism would say something like, well, God is the only being that's worthy to be praised. <laughs> and, and um, you know, but, you know, I, I asked the question, is that just a, is that just an answer is that just giving an answer to a question that is hard to answer? Um, so, you know, I just, I don't know. It doesn't make, uh, to my point is, is I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. All of that stuff that's just kind of floating out there, all of this stuff that's talking about how God is to be, you know, continually praised. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at, you know, Revelation, if you look at even some of the Old Testament, you know, Isaiah or some of these other that talk about future events as prophetic events, you know, um, they kind of paint a picture that people are going to be sitting around all day just praising God. 
Yeah. And um, um, uh, I, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing it out there as like, well, do you really want to spend eternity with a being that demands that? Yeah. Do you really want to? Because, uh, you know, even even the idea of eternity is completely man-made in the idea that, you know, you go, well, <laughs> I sit and think of this. This is what's weird. Just go, okay, say you're a parent and your son or daughter never accepted Christ and your son or daughter is not there. Um, your son is now, or daughter is now, you know, in, in hell, you know, being tortured for eternity or whatever you might believe. And you go, do you now become cut off from that? Like you have no recollection of ever having a family? Well, if you, you, if you didn't, if he, if he didn't wipe that, then you wouldn't. That's yeah. That's it'd be point. like a men in black type thing. That's right. So, so God would have to wipe your memory to get you to want to praise God. Because if you go, well, you're the one who just threw my, my, my son or daughter in hell for eternity because they didn't believe something. Then why would you ever want to, first of all, why would you ever you know, believe in that. Second of all, why would you want to praise something for eternity that just tortured your own son or daughter? Yeah, just because he didn't which give, prove, his, give his heart to you. That's right. And which proves that this is, these are all man-made concepts in the first place. Yeah. It, it, they have to be. Yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else they could be. Um, you, you know, sometimes I look at, and, and since my deconversion, I've looked at a lot of different, um, religions and kind of ways of thinking, uh, ways of being. And I've looked at some, some, you know, more Eastern type religions and things like that. And, and I wouldn't say I subscribe to those, but I would, would say that a, a lot of what they try to do is to get you into a, a mental state of peace and, uh, and to be peaceful, you've got to let go of things that hurt you and, it just seems to me like if 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 God really existed, it would be a, a God more in line with someone who would want his created beings to have peace and have you know that kind of relationship with other people. And what we see from Christians is uh, that claim to be praising and following God is they are anything but peaceful. They are, I mean, good. This gracious, they're—I mean, what we hear from the church right now is just vile things, violent, violent, and vile, and yes. and just unforgiving, and and that's a result of the God they serve. That is, if you serve a God that needs adoration all the time, uh, and is is that—I think you use the word insecure—then I think that makes people insecure in what they believe. And so a Christian would naturally be, if they think they follow a God that subconsciously, maybe that God's insecure, so they need so much praise, why would you be so secure so secure in what you believe? Because I haven't, honestly, I even some, I've been around a lot of Christians that I would say are, that people around them would think were really strong Christians and, and, and strong believers and, they're some of the most insecure people I've ever been around. And I think that is a mirror yeah. of the God they serve. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 
It's hard not to agree with that. I mean, um, there's a whole lot to say that to that. With that, I need to sit and think about what I actually can say. <laughs> yeah, because we know people. Yeah. That's right. We That's have exactly, friends. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, yeah. You know, um, I'm going to say this very delicately, um, but people, you know, who live at the whim. Uh, that's not even a great way to put it. People who who constantly want to be so pleasing to God because that's the whole jealousy idea. The God that God the fact that God is needy, but that they don't they're so afraid to make decisions in their own life that they'll sit there and go, I've got to wait for God to tell me I can do this. Only that that whole concept is born from a very needy concept of a man-made construct. That need is just a direct reflection of how people are. And so, um, does that make any sense? It does. I'm trying to say it nicely because I know a lot of people that live <clears throat> in that space. And I'm not trying to belittle the idea that God, you're waiting on God because God, you want God to unfold his plan or God has a plan for you. Um, but also at the same time, um, there's a lot of people that don't ever make decisions because of that. Yeah. That was my nice way of saying that. And I just totally discredited that by saying that was my nice way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you, you can see, you can see the circular nature of it, right? You can see where, um, it's, you know, we can say at this point of the circle, uh, it's, it's a man-made construct of God. Mm hmm. And yet then, then, you know, come around and say, well, God's like that. So then we must be like that. Yeah. And it just, it, it's just an unhealthy, uh, cycle, uh, of, of, uh, supposedly imitating God, uh, being like God in the, in, in the neediness of it all yeah. and not being secure. I mean, to the point of, <clears throat> to the point of evangelicalism at, at its core. I mean, mm -hmm. it, that is insecurity. Yeah. You know, needing everyone else to believe the same thing you believe is insecure. I mean, wow. dang, that, that, that's a great point. And dang. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, there, there's a lot of, you know, when I talk to Christians and, uh, I've got a few in my office and sometimes we have these kind of discussions and, and, uh, and one of my comments is, I mean, look at the leaders of your church. Look at the people that are uh, are leading the Christian movement, and they 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 really are a mirror for uh, for a mirror for a needy God, because they are so needy. I mean, they 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 are only reflecting what they believe God is. Because you know, one of the things that you talk about in Orthodox Christianity is having that mind of Christ, having that that godly nature of having the fruit of the Spirit. Well, why would you expect, if you're a Christian leader with all these people following you, why would you, why would you expect to be any different than the God you serve? 
So you would require adoration and worship. How many times have we seen Christian pastors take that arrogant path of, you know, they, they, they're better than other people. They, they deserve some sort of praise or they, and, and, and many people uh, will think, well, gosh, my pastor's not like that. Well, if you're a pastor, you know, if you go to a church of probably 250 people, he's probably not like that. He's probably a very kind, generous individual that really wants to help people. I put the number at 400. 400? I was thinking 373, but that's okay. close enough. Uh, but, but when you get in these churches that are 10,000 people, you go, I mean, why? I mean, the entitlement there of, of a, a leaders to think they deserve some kind of honor and praise is quite frankly revolting yeah. oh yeah and and then we get into words like authority mm-hmm. anointing anointing and all that stuff and it's all rooted in insecurity it it really is <clears throat> and i think what we're all trying to say is is that attitude or that approach to whatever they're approaching is only born from the idea of a jealous needy god yeah yeah. If yeah. God wasn't jealous or God wasn't needy and didn't need any of that thing, that would never inspire people to be like that and claim that God is okay with that. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. So, but, um, but God wants what's best for you. So what God wants, which is best for you is to praise him. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I still bring this back, and I, I've said this in many episodes before, and I still continue want to continue to say this just for the fact of bringing it back up that that um, um, I've never seen obedience. That's a word we haven't said yet, but it's very intertwined within this conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it's a requirement. That's right. Obedience. Yeah, trust and obey because there's no other way. Trust and <laughs> yeah. obey. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to probably auto-tune that when I edit this, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but, um, the obedience is never, I've never seen obedience to God actually lead to anything that God promised. I still haven't seen that. Well, Which, sure you have. You've seen, you've seen pastors with million dollar houses. Well, yeah, the blessing, the blessing just keeps, yeah. it's, it's the gift that keeps on giving Clark. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, it's, I've just, I've never, I've just never seen it. I've never yeah. seen it. And I've been around a bunch of Christians for my entire life. And I've just never seen the fruits of being obedient to a needy God. I've never seen it. The, the, anything that would prove that that God actually exists. Yeah. So I'm going to keep throwing that out. Hoping that we can eventually get to where maybe somebody can go, oh, I've got a perfect example, you know, and then we can talk about it. Of somebody that actually pulled it off? Yeah. Or it was genuine. Yeah, man. You know, I don't know. I think there's people out there. I I just... To a needy God. Hmm, Right. Yeah. Not that. I, I... I believe, you know, I, I, I haven't given up on the idea of security, mm-hmm. you know, that I strive for that still, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know where to find it necessarily, but I'm looking for it. I, I want to security be security in, 
in who I am in, in, in all of that, in, in, uh, I want to be secure in my existence. Yeah. I want to be secure in my relationships. I want to, uh, I want to think the best of everyone. Um, so that it, from a, from a standpoint of not needing them Mm. to be anything other than what they are. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? No, No, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. And And what's interesting to me is, is, is you're one of the best people I know. I mean, so it's like, I I sit there and, and think of the people that, that in the past that I have really, you know, looked up to. And the disappointment when you really get to know them of who they really are, that that they're not that kind of individual that is really wanting to help other people, that they really want to that they really want to, to do the right thing. It, it it it's it's the everyday people like you know that that really care about other people that I, I look at some of these these especially pastors or are ministry leaders that have these ministries that they're trying to help people. And I think, gosh, they, they, they really are not in it for what you think they're in it for. And a lot of these ministries out there, and I hate to break it to people are there to gain favor and to get some kind of those leaders, uh, are are trying to get some kind of, uh, a lot of times it's political. They get some kind of political leverage where, you know, they, they, I don't know. There's, it's a weird, Christianity, when you're on the outside looking in, Christianity is just a weird deal. Holy. It really is. It's all based off of human sacrifice, but, but I do. um, (laughs) Well, okay. We got that in. (laughs) All right. Oh, is that why? End times. Let's get end times in there. Whoops. No, Uh, no, I, I had some really I had something really great to say. Well, I hope it comes back. And it didn't, it it just left. Go go ahead. Go get it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, for it. And, uh, yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's where I was going is, is that, uh, that I believe that there are people out there Mm -hmm. that get it. Yeah. That are secure, that know who they are and who they're meant to be. And because of that, we aren't going to ever hear about it. Exactly. You know, they aren't, you know, they aren't blogging about it. They aren't, uh, you know, and I, I hesitate to, to, to say. They're not podcasting about it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That, that feels oh, right. a little personal. Yeah. Right. God dang it. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they're, 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 they're just legitimately comfortable in who they are. And they're trying to make the world a better place. So is this the time that we, we announce the new podcast name or change it to <laughs> the right. Humble Podcast? Yeah, the right. Humble Podcast. Right. Right. The most yeah. humble podcast the, on the entire the real, podcast. The, the real God podcast. Yeah, the real, yeah we know the, the real truth. Um, yeah. Those are just, well, wait a minute. I have a question. Okay. No. I thought, oh, I well, it's funny you say that because that, that is, that is when, when we think of the podcast that's questionable – it's because so much of that is questionable, mm-hmm. and that, that's right. You know, I've got a, a friend of mine at work that listens to the podcast, and he's like, "Why did you call it that's questionable?" I mean, obviously, you know, obviously we ask a question every time, but but how did we come up with that concept? And when I look look at that now, I think because 
there's so much questionable about the Christian faith. There's so much questionable about the Bible. There's so much questionable about about Christian leaders. And I go, man, it's, it really is um, a religion of of questions. I well, mean, and and we come out of a tradition of not asking. Yeah. You know, you you accept this. I'm the anointed. I have the authority. Yeah. This is what I say. Right. No right questions. You, you know, when uh, we talk about, uh, and, and, you know, we, we have stayed away from it to a certain degree. But when you think about the people that have been outcast and the people that have been uh, chastised and, and, mm-hmm. and just really, really hurt, and, I mean, that we know. Uh, a lot of times it's just people who just ask questions. Yeah. You know, they just said, wait, but how about this? Yeah. Or how about that? And so that's where, you know, in my mind, that's where the root of it is, is like, wait, it's okay to question that. It's okay to ask. But when you, but when you serve a God, that's a Navy God, and then in turn, the leaders have that need to be worshiped like God is. And I don't care what anybody says. A Christian leader wants to be worshiped. They, they really do. I mean, a pastor of a big church, we've been through that. Mm-hmm. And where the, where the pastor really at the end of the day, um, he, he wanted that adoration. And I sit there and go, gosh, you know, what do you expect when you have a needy God? And what comes out of that is it's insecurities. Are, are, are these guys really worshiping me in the way that that's the way God is? Are they really worshiping me in a, in a true form? How dare they? How dare? Yeah, absolutely. And what, it, what, you know, as an average everyday Christian, as I was, I always felt like, man, maybe I'm not giving enough. Maybe I'm not worshiping enough. Maybe I'm not, you know, giving credit to God for everything that happens in my life. So, you know, I go to college, I work hard, I, you know, work 50, 60 hour weeks. And, and, and if I have this amount of success, well, gosh, I can't take credit for any of that. I need to give that all to God because God needs that kind of adoration that he's, you know, I need to give him credit for everything I ever accomplished in my life. And so that to me is, is something as a, as a, just a human, how demoralizing is that, that, I actually never accomplish accomplish anything on my own, no matter how much I work, because God gets all the credit for it. That's that's the Christian standpoint. Well, and I don't want to make matters worse for you, David, as you're contemplating this, but you're definitely above average. Well, I don't know about that. It depends what the average is. Well, average you said, what? Yeah, you just said, you know, average everyday Christian. Oh, yeah, I was an apologetics teacher. I mean, I was way above average. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that already that, I mean, no, uh, nobody who's average becomes an apologetics teacher. That's right. I mean, we're that's apologizing right. for everything. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I was like the communications director of the church. You were? What? Well, you, you know, whenever, like, something happens, wait, like wait. the police department, the, and, and you have to apologize for what happens. It's always the communication director that comes out and does it. Ah, yeah, really? Yeah, you got to explain things. Hmm. I apologize, but we're yeah. not apologizing. Yeah, I know the policeman shot that man, but this is what it what, what it really means. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is what it really means. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. 
So, but um, it, yeah, and to keep going with the theme that you know, if you do look at um, end times prophecy, which I was an expert, <laughs> I was, and st- I, you know, technically, you know, if there was a test today, I could probably right. still be an expert. I don't know. Right. I'm just throwing it out there. But anyways, but um, you know, the the um, you know for. Christianity has to believe in something that ultimately at the end of everything, the culmination is that God is slaughtering millions of people. And that only comes from a needy, jealous God that is really upset that not everybody doesn't believe what they want him, what he wants them to believe. And, um, I came to the point that they, you know, um, again, you know, Christians are so quick to go, yeah, that's right. Our God wins, um, you know, but their God wins at the expense of people's lives. And you have to reconcile that. You have to get to the point where you go, I'm okay with millions of people being slaughtered. I have to be okay with that. Um, and, and I'm just challenging that, that, that is a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen certain people comment and they've done calculations on how many people were killed in the Bible. And it's upwards of, you know, two or 3 million people in the Bible that were killed by God, like the Passover. I mean, you know, you don't put some blood on your doorpost and you know, you're, yeah. So, you know, what do you, what do you do with that as a Christian? And it's, well, well, they, they weren't covered by the blood. Yeah. Okay. What do you do with that? I mean, it's like, <laughs> okay. so you're so, fine with murder. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter who does it. I mean, the other explanation is, is that, well, if God did it, it's justified because he's God. You know, that's just a really crazy way of just saying I'm okay if people who disagree with me are murdered um, and you deserved it. You know, I always wondered about the, the animal sacrifices in the Bible. And it talks about God loving the, the, the smell of the, you know, yeah. the, the fragrance. And I'm, I'm just like, man, what? Yeah. Man, that cow didn't do anything. That, ran, alone, that goat yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Any, you know. But you're a vegan. I am a vegan, but that's not the point. There were grain offerings, yeah, okay, which right, highly right. offend me. Those grains right. were screaming. Yeah, they they were screaming. Yeah, but um, I'm yeah. I'm a vegan only because I care about things that live. Right. Uh, but that's beside. I'm not any better than anybody else. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not much better than anybody. I'm not much better than anybody else. Uh, and I don't need that much praise. Right. That's right. Just yeah. a little bit of That's praise. Right. Yeah. Well, I do I think that God, if God was a true God, he would, he would probably be vegan and you would not <laughs> kill innocent animals. Right. But That's, if I stepped right. over the line, no, we're about to get to a description of heaven. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the line is <laughs> It's way back behind us. Yeah, right we've now. already crossed but, that. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but I think that um, I think that the idea of a jealous God is a problem in Christianity. Um, you know, again, you know, you pick any story you'd like. Pick any story where the jealousy of God ended in the ruin of a person. 
and you have to go back and justify that story. Um, yeah. And there's, um, there's no way to do that unless you're okay with the ruin of a person or murder. So, okay, let's do a little freeze frame here. So I'm thinking in terms of creation. Okay. So let's stop there and look at God as a creator. If God was complete as a person and God didn't need anything, I think most Orthodox Christians would say, or evangelical Christians would say, God doesn't have, he doesn't need anything. He does, he's self-contained. Conceptually. Conceptually. Yeah. Why would you create beings that are to worship you and a large percentage of them you're going to torture in hell forever. I don't understand what the purpose of all that is. Because love only makes sense if it's free will. I I I I, I deny that. <laughs> I rebuke that. I rebuke that thought right there. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, that's I mean, that's the look. You know, it's like how does anybody how how is love ever real unless you have a choice unless you have a Say it better than I am. Well, if you were a needy well, God, you shouldn't have to create something that, well, like yeah, us. That's right. You, I mean, that's, right. I, I, that's that's the problem. And I think that's that's just from a philosophical standpoint. I go, gosh, you know, when you really work through it, um, a complete God would never create us. Never create us. I mean, wh why would you create beings that you know that a large percentage of them you're going to have to torture forever? Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Just so the other ones could worship you when you could have created people just to worship you. So you're saying if God was all-knowing and he saw ahead, he would go, I'm about to create something that I'm just going to have to kill and murder and torture a vast majority of them. Exactly. And I think when you think in terms of that way, uh, you, you think in terms of, of, of just, it's almost like Christianity is the focus of God, that like I, I created these people so they'll worship me and, and they will accept my son as a sacrifice for rules that I invented that they violated. So you have to have a sacrifice to cover that. I could have just not created them. Yeah. The only reason that I would have, have been created a, them is if I was needy. So that would have been the merciful thing would have been to not create us. Yeah. So a merciful mm. God would have never created. You don't Jim? agree. Well, well, I'm just saying, I mean, uh, would, you know, let's just take it personally. <laughs> let's, let's just say is non-existence better than what, what we have. Uh, well, no, I would say, I would say no. Not existence is better. Existence, existence is, better. is better. Yeah. So, so could there be a God? Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. So could there be a God that, that understands existence is cool? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't see my hands right now, but they are... <laughs> They are I'm doing this. They're, they're doing this thing, I'm just you know, so where it's like I, 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 I get it. I get, right. it. I get right. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, so we officially existence is cool. Yeah. You know, exist. And man, exist. Do good. 
to each other. But you're not going to burn most of them in hell. I am not going to burn any of them in hell. I mean, I just, I'm not, I'm, I, hell I doesn't just, even exist. Th- you know, I'm sorry if if you if existence is difficult for you, but I still think it's better than non-existence. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry uh, for you know a short existence. You know, it's not it's not something I put on you or. Um, so you follow me? Yeah. So existence does not, you're trying to make the point that existence doesn't come from a needy and jealous God. No. Needy. needy. No, it's a, existence it's, comes it's a, from a God um, that says. It's a sharing God. Yeah. It's a stoner God. Beef hey man. <laughs> hey dog. Hey man. Dude. I'm going to create you and you just exist. That's right, man. <laughs> hey. Yeah. It's stoner God. Yeah, that's right. I'm selling right. soap at a dead show. Right. Um, I mean, if if yeah, God grew it, soap, that is. I'm smoking it. That's right. No, yes. no I, so yeah, no, but that 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 you know that does make that does make sense. It's it's like you you can't get away from the idea of existence because we're here. Yeah, right. See and you guys. and see if you, you understand, right and if you understand the miracle of it, you know, if you understand the the odds of any one of us coming mm-hmm. into existence. Mm-hmm. You know, from from any point of view, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a miracle in itself, and you know, I, and I don't think anybody is looking for the credit for that miracle. Yeah, yeah, and see, that's what I that's what I believe is I I really do believe that um, that that I don't know how we got here, if it was a, a deity that that created us or if it was. The Big Bang doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not that smart, so I don't. Maybe there's a there's a reason why it could happen, and mm-hmm. I, you know I don't know. I mean, you can talk to to somebody else about that that knows more than I do. But I, I do look at that and think um, that I, the thing that makes more sense to me is is that as a as a uh, Homo sapien that we we're not here because God created us to worship Him. We're here because we evolved, and and we are the most at this point in Earth's history. We're the highest evolution of a a human species, and I I, I don't think we're here to to worship a god. I think if if God exists and He doesn't need to be worshipped, yeah, what He would really want is for us to love each other, like you have said, and for us to be at peace with each other, and for us to be the best people that we can be. And and what does that mean? That means being sacrificial in the way we live. But that doesn't mean that we should judge peaceful people based on their the 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 dogma that they believe. I mean it's like we I really and it seems like almost every episode of this we come back to the same thing. We should just care and love for one another. Yep. And yeah. I think that and is an evolutionary a- thing that is within Homo sapiens that, that hey, the survival of the species is we take care of each other. And That's the right. best way for our species mm-hmm. to to survive is for us to take care of each other. That's Collaboration. Right. And, that's yeah. in, that's, and that is evident in life. Yeah, and I think any any effort to understand how we got here that's that's separate from science ends up being the search for a deity. Yeah, that's right. 
That's right. And it does, this is going to sound bad. And it doesn't take faith to believe in that. You just have to, you just have to see it and see the evidence of it. As I look at you, my wife, my kids, you guys, Mm -hmm. and I can see the evidence of that. You know, you don't have to live in faith of that, which you guys can understand what I'm saying. And, 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 you know, we're not the only mammals that have social constructs. We're not the only mammals to have, uh, to take care of our young and to have societal uh, standards and to have, have rules of behavior. I know we like to think of that as Christian, as, you know, a, a, a species that has a Christian faith or whatever faith, but, but, you know, other species have those same standards. I mean, you can see that in chimpanzees and gorillas and dolphins, and they, they have, they do things that's sacrificial. You, you have chimpanzees that have social rules that, that certain, you know, uh, chimpanzees can be, you know, excluded from the, from the you know, tribe, not tribe, but it can be excluded from the community because of things they've done, and that's that's observable, and that has been observed. And so, I just I just don't think that the God of the Bible would have created us uh, and leave so many open questions as to how we got here. And I don't know. I I just mm-hmm. I, I just the farther I I get away from Christianity, I go, gosh, that. That needy God just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I watched a, uh, I was watching a documentary on Andromeda <clears throat> the other day, uh, just because you know space interests me, and um, I thought it was very interesting that you know Andromeda, which is the closest galaxy to us, major galaxy to us, is is uh, 250 million, or I'm sorry, 2,500 million light years away from us. Mm-hmm. You know, and Andromeda is such a big galaxy that it's in the, it's in the western, kind of western sky. In certain times of year, you can actually see it with the naked eye. So it's so big that it, you can actually see it, but it's yet, it's 2,500 million light years away from us. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. Um, and so, but the vastness of that, and that's the closest galaxy to us. That's not including the millions of other galaxies that are beyond that, you know, the vastness of that. Um, and to think that life is boiled down to a needy and jealous God that is judging you by your obedience to a few specific verses in a Bible is um, not realistic. What I mean, that is a great point. I, and honestly, I'd never thought about this until right now. So when you start talking about these other galaxies that we can't see with our eye, why would God create that if it was all about this planet? That's right. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, I, I, and and the probability that there's other planets out there with life on them. Yeah, life and whatever life that means. Life that's something that um, you know 
is alive to the aspect that it can maybe it can think for itself. You know, it's autonomous in that it knows it can make a decision of some sort. I don't know, yeah. but it's it, you know the probability of that happening, regardless of whether we've seen it or not, is 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 extremely likely. You know, yeah. so you know, and I get it. Christianity has talked about this forever that, um, you know, all of that exists out there, but yet nothing's out there because there's no reason, no way anything out there could ever be exist within the vastness of the universe because it can't be alive unless Christ died for its sins. And so it would have to know and understand that Christ died for its sins to be able to accept that so that now it can live within eternity you know, with God. So the God of the Bible is all about Earth, That's this right. planet. Or life. And so why in the world would he create other galaxies? He should only create stars we could see. That's right. And because it fits only about this planet. So there has to be a bigger plan than this. Yeah. And so that... Yet or there's thing multiple that, Christs. Yeah. That would be on multiple universes. Or, I'm sorry, multiple galaxies. So, um, it's like Star Trek. Well, that makes me insecure. <laughs> I think yeah. we're going. Yeah. Well, I think we're just exploring <laughs> that if you if you take this far right. enough along, yeah, yeah, yeah the, logi- the logic of it, logic of it is is that a needy and jealous God mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It doesn't. This this it, also reminds me of uh, Bizarro. World and and Seinfeld, you know, we have the whole different alternate universe with Seinfeld, and it makes me just think that, yeah, everything that God that if if God created everything, it can't just be about this planet, and so the Christian construct of God has to be wrong because it's all about this planet. And the salvation of somebody from this planet. I mean, right. it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Any, any if if way. Christ existed, Christ has to be able to cover all of existence, which means the entire universe. And now we haven't even gotten into the concept of multi, of multiverses. Dang well, it. Right, yeah. Never mind. Oh, man. Never mind. No, I mean, we we got Doctor Strange coming up. Oh, my gosh. I haven't seen the Spider-Man mm. multiverse stuff. <laughs> Uh, Spider Verse or whatever multiverse, yeah, that well, was actually that's really two different. Yeah, that's Those two are, different things. I haven't but, seen that. Yeah, but you it's need actually to see. Good. Yeah. I've always loved that. I don't one. believe in the existence of cartoons. Uh, they, uh, I, I've seen them. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, you know, and that is really when you think about it. The the, the uh, to make claims that it, that there is. Uh, a God of everything uh, and and that he's only focused here. And is, I know who that God is. Right. It is, uh, I mean, it just, it just makes no sense. You know, it's, it's yeah. baffling to, to me how we, we all That's right. fell into it. But, you know, once again, um, I think, I look at it and, and you know me, I, I'm, I'm as positive as they come. I look at it as, uh, I, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. I wouldn't understand the things I, I, I wouldn't, if I had never 
believed those things or had, had been taught those things, I wouldn't have asked the questions that we yeah. ask. And I wouldn't have gotten to the, the place uh, that I enjoy being at today. And I'm eager for uh, where, where we might be tomorrow and yeah. what that might mean for, for our kids and for their kids and for their kids. And, and hopefully, uh, as you described, David, you know, the, as the, uh, kind of the top, you know, the ones who get to be the decision makers in all of what we know, uh, we can look out for all those other species and we can look out for our children and, and we can, we can make this world a better place. We can stand up for what's right. Um, we can, uh, we can point out people who aren't people who are damaging and harmful and we can vote correctly and we can, uh, you know, we can help those that are, uh, less fortunate than us. We can help those that are, that are being not only persecuted, but we can help those that are being, um, harmed Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, come together for, for what's right. What's good, and and I be agree. secure and be secure in yeah. it, you know, and not need so much. Well, I think it's been a good conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a tough conversation, you know, and I think what people need to understand when they listen to us is we're <clears throat> we're talking out of, you know you know, five, 10 years of us contemplating this, you know, these aren't things that we just thought of over the last couple of weeks. So these are things we've wrestled with for a long time and still don't have answers for. Mm-hmm. We just are talking out of talking about them out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, what is, the, what is the point to this is that we want people to, to really think about what they believe and think about what, um, and you know. why, and why? That's the thing. And why? Why do you believe what you believe? And I don't know. I I just I love doing this podcast because it gives us a chance to to you know as as friends to sit around and and talk about things that are important to us. And and I just um, I just you know hate the thought of of people being beholden to a God that is needy. And I just, I don't think that is, if there is a deity, that's not it. And, uh, I, I don't know who God is, you know, besides Eddie Van Halen, but I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> guitar God, he is a guitar God. We have to admit a, yeah. a, a guitar God. Right. Yeah, a, exactly. Jimmy page, Jimmy Hendrix. But, um, but in all seriousness, I mean, I, I, I just being on the outside now and I look at Christianity and I look at who God is, if there is a God, then the God wouldn't need us to worship him. He, he wouldn't require that. He, I, I just don't think that, a, a all knowing, all, uh, uh, omnipresent, you know, God would would need that at all. I just don't understand that. Yeah, mm-hmm. giving God makes way more sense than receiving God. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I still think that stoner God is the way. The yeah, stoner God. Hey stoner man. God. Yeah, I mean, hey man, I created you, man. <laughs> Find a nice wave and enjoy just, your life, just man. Be. Just be. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Stop yeah. watching Law and Order and go catch a wave. I would love to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sitting on top of the world. <laughs> well, hey, we've talked about evolution. Now we're talking about devolution. <laughs> devolution? Whoa. Devolution. Dev- is it devolution? Yeah. That's okay. right. That's right. Devo? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The band? Hey, thanks for joining Is us. Is that Wang Chung? No. Who did the, Who did that song? Wang, uh, Wang Chung tonight. Yeah, I don't Is remember. Is that de- not Devo? No, that's no. not Devo. Gosh, Devo was, was Whip It. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. They yeah. had that stupid red hats. Yes. Like, and then they, did a, they yeah. did a redo of Why uh, were they stupid? Satisfaction. Whip it. Whippy good. Yeah, and they did the, the of, redo of the yeah, stones. Satisfaction. Yeah, they did a. They, yeah, they hold on. That we don't need to include this. <laughs> what? <laughs> hold on. They He's were, looking on his phone so to see they, Devo. Right. Recut. Wait, and yeah. I thought they were a one-hit wonder, and it turns out they were one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> one and a half. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's, have I said this before? About have I talked about one-hit wonders? No, uh, on podcasts, I don't know. It always seems to be like people. You, you hear your everyday folks, you know, people we know, talking about, oh, they were just a one-hit wonder. It's like, man, I would dig one hit. I would take one hit. No kidding. Let me just like, put it on the record. Absolutely, yeah. That I've heard that Thin Lizzy is a one-hit wonder. I heard that no too. Way. No way. No yeah. way, no way, no way. No way. That's or wrong. or baseball. You know, you guys got, oh, man, he only had four home runs and only had a three-year career. Man, I would take one major league home he, run. He was Wait. in the majors, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. What? Nathan's got some news. Go ahead. This, Go ahead. This just in. <laughs> yeah, Devo did do Whip It. Is that what you just said? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow, that was- that was <laughs> the one who did Wang Chung. This is news. That was, that was the most disappointing. <laughs> right. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. Wait, 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 wait. News. This this just in. Do you guys know who did it? Uh, no, but when you say it, we are. We're gonna know it. I thought Wang Chung did that. No. Wu Tang. It is Wang Chung. Yeah. Wang Chung did Wang Chung. Really. Yeah. How about that? Okay. There there are some things you just can't learn on any other podcast. Yeah. So So what was the name of that song? I don't know. The band was Wang Chung. What was the name of the song? Everybody have fun. Everybody have fun tonight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. 1986. Right. All right. There we've solved. Yeah. We solved the world's problems. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, can I, right. One last word. Yeah. No. Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one word twice. Okay. And he's dropped the mic. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. And 
if you're still with us. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're going to listen to the next one, man, we appreciate you. We appreciate you no matter what. It it really is amazing to me uh, that people listen to us and we are very appreciative. And if we can, uh, you know, if you have a, a question idea, let us know. Uh, through all the stuff, all the places. Um, And that'd be great. And if you want to just say hi, that would be cool too. Thanks, guys. This has been That's Questionable. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's questionable1 on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those cast.